Hello and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment podcast about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and as we are starting into June, I have a big announcement that I've teased a little bit the last two weeks, but as of a couple days ago at this point, as of the 1st of June, I have opened up a Patreon for not just this podcast, but all the stuff I do, um, and included will be... Um, a special additional podcast of just what I've been watching as, as very much a TV movie, maybe also other board games and stuff that don't really fit into my other podcast. Podcast um, That will be Patreon exclusive. Um, there will be a Discord server that's covering all the various facets of the things I do. And then at higher tiers, you'll be able to see what upcoming episodes of Morlocks are going to be about along with who they are supposedly going to be with, though that is card subject to change. And at the top Patreon levels, you'll get to see the list as soon as we're done recording the episode. Um, so all very exciting options, and I, I hope and I'm very excited about really getting the chance to both have this podcast be sustainable and have a more central point for the community for for the specific community cult that I'm cultivating with Morlocks and my other projects and hopefully having some cross-pollination between those uh communities because I think learning from one another between different games and different disciplines is is a very valuable thing so yes so you can go to patreon.com slash Alexa White that's l-e-x-a-w-h-i-t-e and see all the options there, and hopefully some of you will want to support me. So yeah, um, I just really appreciate all the outpouring of support that I've gotten from various different people um, about the show in general, and I wanted to both, again, make this show sustainable in the future, and also create a kind of crux point that we can all come around and talk about experimenting in. Now, with that long-winded intro out of the way, uh, with me this week is Finger Guns. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Real excited, as you probably can tell. That's a really big announcement. Thanks yeah. for having me on. Uh, and uh, would you mind introducing yourself to those who may not know you? Well, let's see. I'm uh, I'm Finger Guns, Samo. Uh, I, I'm okay with sharing my uh, my real life name for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe keep it a little hidden so uh sam or finger guns either one works for me and uh i am currently uh really involved with marvel crisis protocol i'm uh trying to get some communities off the ground and mm-hmm. uh really enjoying myself in the uh pts seasons leagues mm-hmm. and uh i'm helping to organize the the west division in that and so uh it's really fun getting everybody involved and one of the fun things about what I get to do is I get to see everybody's lists. <laughs> so it's, it's yes. fun to uh, enjoy uh, that kind of first glimpse at some of this top secret data as it comes in. Yes, you've gone to see my janky, janky list for this season. Yeah, that's an enjoyable one. Yep. Uh, there's another one that's like a, an Inhumans Guardians Reality Time Thanos roster that I was really excited to see. Like, that looks really fun. Ooh. It's actually my first round opponent. So we're supposed to play, uh, I guess probably by the time this airs, we will have played. So we'll yes. see how that pans out. Um, <laughs> you you will have to let me know because that sounds spicy. 
Yeah, I'm really excited for it. So I feel like I'm kind of on the hook because uh, I just kind of wrote the book on Black Order with uh, Utility Cookie and Ulysses. Yes. Uh, we, we put out like <laughs> 55 some odd pages of uh, um, how to play Black Order, how to build your Black Order roster and how to set that up and all that's on uh, across the Bifrost. Mm-hmm. And Nexus. I will... I will make sure to have a link to that in the description of the episode because I think that's going to be a very useful resource for people going forward. And I am, I have been, while I'm not repping Spider-Fuzz this turn, um, I I have been helping with the theory side of Spider-Fuzz uh, for, for some people who are playing it uh, this split. Um, very nice. And maybe I can rope some of those people into doing a Spider-Foes article at some point because I think they don't get enough love. They are, uh, there's a learning curve for Spider-Foes. I think you yeah. really got to commit uh-huh. to that. And uh, I think even even then you're subject to the whims of the dice. But man, yeah. when those spikes come, they are juicy. Yes, but I am also, I specifically want to roll dice in this game. So I don't mind that at all. Nice. Well, uh, that'll get you there. Yeah, that's that's why I'm playing Doom Prophecy Wakanda, just so I can roll so many <laughs> dice. Extra dice. I play a lot of Sin and Crossbones Cabal uh, uh-huh. with Doom Prophecy. All you've got as my kind of like somewhat more casual list mm-hmm. that's just about rolling dice and yeah. seeing what happens. No, I've been experimenting with the most evil Sin Cabal list of Sin, Loki with the Mind Gem, Enchantress. Oh, those are all in my roster. Uh, I, I usually go for Loki over Enchantress when I can fit him. Because mm-hmm. uh, I love how he can move around the board and interact. He has enough power to interact and run the Mind Stone. Yeah. But it was just like, I'm playing Bows the List with Sinkaball, <laughs> where I can set you just outside of the secure so you don't score the secure, but within two so I can still pay, maybe pop the extract <laughs> off of you. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. But as someone who is not one of our traditional podcasters, um, I have to ask you, what character do you want to see brought into Marvel Crisis Protocol who isn't currently in it? With zero hesitation, Karnak from Inhumans. Yeah, I I will not be surprised if we get Karnak alongside Miss Marvel as a second wave of Inhuman support. I would love that. I would love that. I think that uh, Karnak has so much great space to explore mm-hmm. yeah my my one way and why i think he was not in the first wave is that i think he's going to be difficult to translate onto the table <laughs> yep <laughs> i think yeah you could really easily make him too defensive for how uh aggressive his character is mm-hmm. and you could really easily uh make that aggression <laughs> kind of uh blunted and, and non-functional on the table. So I have high hopes for Karnak, but uh-huh. I kind of hope he's just like a, a really good utility too that has maybe a, a gimmick, kind of like like Toad. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, but speaking of utility twos, who did you bring for us today? <laughs> I have brought Wong. First name, Wong. Last name, I guess basically just Wong. Yeah. he He's like Prince, apparently. <laughs> Um, so Wong is probably the squishiest character in the game. He is. He is the squishiest character in the game. Mm-hmm. 
Most right. most of my Wong experience comes running him in, in humans, uh, and he's gotten Lockjaw thrown into it more times than I can count. Yeah, and that does not seem like a fun time for Wong. <laughs> it's not. I'd say he, he he's probably uh, probably dazed or KO'd on about half of those. Yeah, just completely blanking out on his whopping two dice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but he does give an interesting utility in this game where he can give power. Um, it's huge. Yeah, personally. Mm-hmm. And and the status removal is also been I think where I've used him about it like the the power gain power distribution but also the healing. Yeah. Um. And he makes a very interesting piece to build around because he is such. He is so focused on creating jank. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think Wong, because he's so specialized around the jank that he creates, is more about the pieces you put alongside him rather than necessarily um, the affiliation you put him in. I think so. I feel like uh, he, he almost gives you access to like some various leaderships around the game just by putting him on the board. Like he, mm-hmm. he can, uh, by giving that extra power, he kind of replicates all sorts of different leadership abilities that, uh, mm-hmm. that help you gain power, usually a little bit more than, you know, maybe once for the entire round. But uh, um, You had mentioned him working in Inhumans as kind of a, a lockjaw buddy. Yeah. And uh, just for extra power, Jen. Yeah. And he also can pass around power at a much more accelerated rate in um, in humans than maybe anywhere else. Um, I wanted to note uh, Avengers just being able to reduce it so it's, it basically just turns into um, the Inhumans ability um, on a character that can generate its own power in an affiliation that already gets power advantage out of its leadership um, can probably lead to a lot of big power swings in a game that people are not expecting. Oh yeah, um, I think that that's that is definitely one of his strengths. Uh, mm-hmm. One of maybe one of his, one of his only strengths. <laughs> yeah, so this like he he has a four dice built, uh, attack that only ever generates one power, and that's his only attack. Sometimes I I I would ra- I rather have that. Yeah. For what it's worth, because you're there. Are, there are situations when people try to come and take Wong off the table, where for some reason, uh, usually dice, he he manages to to survive that mm-hmm. initial onslaught. And then, if your choices are to take an action to gain a power or to do an attack power uh, attack action, having that guaranteed power, I think, is actually better than having an on damage power mm-hmm. in his case. Yeah. Uh, the other place where I want to bring him up. Is Guardians of the Galaxy. He helps that go even wider. Yeah. And at this point, they can go eight wide. <laughs> um, and I just... I, I think the idea of super, super wide Guardians is really fun. I think super wide Guardians, uh, even without the actual affiliation, uh, just, just using him in a, a super wide list is, yeah. is really functional. Mm-hmm. Just, when when you have that many bodies, there's a lot you can do. And I I'm in an Infinity uh, War League 
Yeah. And I'm playing a, a double hold, double hold a force list in that. And uh, my our, my first round was at 15. We were, we were playing at 15. I played against a seven wide unaffiliated like pseudo guardians list with uh, two hulks and uh, a crystal. It was it's, it's a really fun game. <laughs> so that's not the double hulk list that I go when I play double hulk. Um, what do you do in double hulks? I do a uh, Hulk, She-Hulk, Agent Widow. Where you can, <laughs> ah, nice. Where you can gamma launch the Widow Bomb. <laughs> That's great. I like to gamma launch Crystal and try to grab back objectives. Very fair. Um, character that does not like getting gamma launch, Wong! <laughs> no, please don't. There's a better target for this. <laughs> I'm not worth three power off of you. <laughs> um, but yeah, Wong is a very interesting fellow. But like recently, as of like yesterday, uh, time of recording, we got the stats for season five of the TTS League. Um, and Wong is in about 5% of lists. And I think I would be surprised if most of them aren't defenders. So he doesn't see a lot of play outside of his home affiliation. Um, even though he's this piece that allows you to go super, super wide and still have power efficiency early on. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, I mean, outside of defenders, I think that's the only real spot for him, uh, unless you're going to throw him in, in humans. Yeah. Like if you're trying to play, build a competitive roster, mm-hmm. which I think most of these lists... I'd say, what, 90, 90% of the league lists wise it being on the pretty competitive side. Yeah. Um, and the lists on this show can range from super casual to super competitive. Um, I've been in talks with Justy, who was a guest a couple weeks ago, um, talking about Cyclops, and he is currently undefeated with the list that we made on the show, and he's been really, nice. really happy with it. Um, that's great and this game is great for that oh yeah we we can talk about competitive lists but when it comes right down to it like these dice are dicey and good decisions are a lot better than bad decisions whether you're rolling dice or not yeah so if you you can these models are not that far apart from Mm -hmm. each other and and, you know yeah on the table power level it's it's i think the biggest power in this game is familiarity with a list because of how slim the power curve actually is yeah Definitely. I mean, outside of outside of maybe Modoc and a couple other real choice pieces, like uh, just having fun with these these Hulks. Like I can I can feel the limitations of the Hulk shell, but uh, he's still really fun to put on the table and, oh, yeah. and play with. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he he can really do work. <laughs> and I do suggest at some point you try that Agent Widow Widow Bomb Gamma Launch strategy because it's <laughs> super dumb and fun. <laughs> That's really fun, and it's like thematic. To some mm-hmm. extent, because then, now you've got Hulk and Widow together, so you've got that whole MCU yeah. connection. Yeah, which is like one of the worst decisions that the MCU has ever made, because those two have no <laughs> actual chemistry with each other. Uh, but somebody has to save the Hulk. Someone. Maybe, <laughs> you know, bring in another female character into your cast? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. We saw what happened when we brought females into Star Wars. That didn't work. Yeah, because of whiny boys. <laughs> anyway, um, wow. is there a specific direction that you want to go with this? Uh, I think that if we're going to talk about Wong, 
I think that there's more so than just like pure affiliations. I think that there's a couple of characters that I think he's going to work really. I want to do fun things with that I haven't been able to put on the table yet. Okay. So Hit building this roster, them. I think would. So uh, Iron Fist, Mister Sinister, are the first two that come to mind. I think that those two, he's mm-hmm. got like some really interesting things he can do there because with Sinister, he's a cloning bank's target because if you're starting to play from behind, maybe bringing in a Wong with three power to start pulling damage off your team and passing some extra power around mm-hmm. might be uh, a pretty solid uh, way to maybe make up some of those uh, genetic tokens you had to spend for Sinister. Mm-hmm. So I think that. And then uh, with Iron Fist, he's got somebody that he can kind of stick with and pump power onto. And they've both got that kind of, I mean, if not directly on Wong's card, he is supposed to be a great martial artist. So uh, yeah, I but... like that having the two Kung Fu masters together seems like yeah. a... Mm-hmm. enjoyable spread yeah. and uh, I mean, those those are the two that I'd like to kind of include in whatever roster we build with Wong I think that would be mm-hmm. I would be probably pretty happy about that other than that no maybe I haven't done him in Avengers yet but man we really didn't I guess Iron Fist is an Avenger yeah so that could work mm-hmm. uh, Defenders seems like it would be a little too straightforward yeah that would... <laughs> and a little too close to a home that he already has Yes. Uh, so I think maybe we avoid the wide list, too, since he already kind of has a home there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, let's try to let's do some exploration. And then I think we need to pick a leader. Yeah. Um, not always. I have pl- we have made unaffiliated lists on this this show before. <laughs> well, I wouldn't that wouldn't be the first unaffiliated list I played. I I, I was lucky enough to make the cut last season. Yeah. And I actually brought an unaffiliated list to the cut. Uh, I had a quick exit, <laughs> but uh, I still had a good time with it. So yeah. uh, I am not above unaffiliated at all. Um, the other piece that I want to talk about that's a recent edition um, that does some really, that I think with the extra power gen starts to do some really interesting stuff is Quicksilver. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Because um, if we're playing. If we play Avengers, which it's a very cheap splash mm-hmm. where we can run both Quicksilver and Iron Fist, who are two people we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. So we have a 12-point core right there. So to make 14, we're going 5 wide at 14 with only another 2-pointer. I love it. Yeah. Ah. Um, And All then right. you can keep Quicksilver in the middle, and if you're playing uh, Senators, you can... Uh, have him run to the middle point uh, for one and still have one to flip it. Um, mm-hmm. So he can also do a double move to get to a back of like a B uh, drop off and pick up that and then walk back still. Just being mm-hmm. okay to wait until your second activation to actually get out to make the play. Uh, that seems good. Can you put Quicksilver Central on the board? And have him reach a back B with two long moves? Oh, yeah, for sure you can. Probably. I would have to actually look at it, but I imagine so. But I'm not going to commit to the answer yet because I don't know 100% sure and I don't want to accidentally spread misinformation on this podcast. Fair. So, yeah. So, do we want to go that Avengers direction or is there something else that's calling out to you? Mm. Well, if we're going to avoid going even wider, I mean, I think that we can drop... uh, uh, Brotherhood, at least Magneto's Brotherhood, mm-hmm. and A-Force, and Cabal. 
pretty much just right off the top because we're bringing Wong to kind of be that power battery. Mm-hmm. I don't. I well, feel like he loses some value. So there are two. There are the. Um, we have Thinkable now. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Um, which Wong, Wong holding out a back point, and the important thing about Thinkable is you still get the extract drop off of dazed models. If 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 a yeah, character Wong's gonna get dazed. <laughs> yeah. But it's like he can hold a back point and like if he survives he can push off the back point, but if he if he even if he dazes, if he if that p- character is carrying an extract, we can still get that extract off of them. Um and the other person we were talking about, Mr. Sinister, is already in Cabal. Alright, so I feel like we've got two different directions then. Yeah. Um and also I am a big fan of Mystique affiliated uh Brotherhood. Um and that's a team that likes to go wide. Quicksilver and Wong, like you'd be burning an activation probably from Wong early, but by getting that extra power on him, he's gonna be able to do better things from the refund ability. No, he's not. Never mind. What am I talking about? Um, he just have two power. He'd have enough to to run, but not enough to get the refund. Yeah, but it's there's always advanced R and D. There is always advanced R and D. That's true. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know what? I think that let's look at Sin Cabal. Okay. I am not going go, to complain we're, about We're going to bring our heroes dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So first person we're going to put in there, of course, is Sin, followed immediately by Mr. Sinister. So that's seven points. I'm guessing we want Crossburn since we're talking about Sin Cabal. Oh, yeah. I, I, I definitely want want the uh, the combo there. Mm-hmm. Now there's a picture from one of the one of the Captain Americas. Uh, I forget the actual issue number, but it is one of my favorite pictures of Sin and Crossbones. She's sitting on a bar stool, like polishing a sniper rifle, and he's just answering the phone next to her. And it's just ever since I've seen that shot, like I, I can't get the imagery out of my mind. It's just a gorgeous picture. Yeah, if if I ever get the energy to actually mod my models, um, I'm going to turn Sin into uh, Fear Itself Sin. Oh, nice. Because <laughs> as mediocre as that comic was, the costume design was amazing. Yeah, that would be that would be a pretty big commitment. I feel like you'd definitely have to like kit bash that to really get it. Like, if you did like a, a Medusa body with an Okoye head, mm-hmm. you can get part of the way there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you steal the hammer from Ronin. Uh-huh. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I, I just like <laughs> red-faced Sin instead of normal white pasty Sin. Sure. Now, uh, we have the option of playing the Interfiliation 2-pointer that has come out, that is about to come out for Cabal. Let's, we're let's talking ta- about Bob. Yeah, let's talk about Bob. <laughs> I'm so excited for Bob. Mm-hmm. I haven't put him on the table because I tend to only play with things that like, I can get my grubby physical hands on. Yeah. Uh, and I have not been able to, to get a Bob. I picked up an Iron Fist because uh, I, I, like, I panicked bought it from across national lines from an unknown source. And like, I, there's too much X-Force coming out. And I felt compelled to support my my local store. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. for that kind of a bulk buy. So yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for all the X4 stuff. And oh, that yeah. means I am waiting for Bob. Mm-hmm. Uh, Almost there. But I think I think there's one big issue with Bob that we have to talk about. Um, okay. That I'm not 100% sure about, but I'm pretty sure about. Because of how Mule ca- uh, Caliente works, it says you get a loaded token at the start of the game. I don't think he will come in with a loaded token if you cloning banks him. He will not. I, I can confirm that. He does not because it's at the beginning of the game. Yeah. All right. On deployment mm-hmm. is when he gets that. Yeah. Which. So. It's sad. It's yeah. sad, but I still think it's worth running. Okay. <laughs> to get I... that cheap affiliation. Yeah. Because um, that gives us uh, four. At 14, we already have four unaffiliated characters and Wong. Um, and with Wong, you can actually start to really power up a Bob to get that, to actually be able to do it, make it, make it spicy. Yes. It's the same, same, same concept as Iron Fist, mm-hmm. just a little, on a, a slightly uh, weaker frame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to get Iron Fist in as an out of affiliation option here? Yeah. So if, if we go Bob and then Iron Fist, that gets us to 17. So now we've got like kind of like our, our 17 strong core. Mm-hmm. And that is six wide already. <laughs> That's fun. I think we want at least one two cost for cloning banks that we don't intend to play every match. Um, so is there another two cost that jumps out to you that you want to pull in? Well, I mean, if I'm honest... It's probably going to be Wong that I pull in most games. <laughs> but since we're talking about building around putting Wong on the table in deployment, uh, I would say that Nebula is probably the smart choice, yeah. but Rocket's what I want to play with. <laughs> let's Bail. go with Nebula. Nebula, cool. No, yeah. let, let's go with Nebula. Yeah, because if, if I bring Rocket, I'm going to be compelled to bring Groot because that's the kind of builder and player that i am uh, uh-huh. when i'm trying to build or play something fun like i start to build chains of characters and i i, I have to just kind of stop it so yeah. i need you to shut me down here keep me on the straight and narrow let's bring uh-huh. nebula so yeah um and then are there any out of affiliation threes that really jump out to you out of affiliation threes because i have enough cabal don't i man we've got a lot of cabal yeah we might uh, let's, I'm going to quickly do math. Give me a second. We don't need, we can't go eight wide, so we don't need another Cabal member. Uh, because we don't have that second in affiliation too. Nice. So the only reason is if we had to hit a point value, if we had a point value problem. Yeah. So the only reason we'll need to, to add another, um, uh, Cabal member is if we want to hit a point value or if we just kind of want to flex on, uh, Dark Rain. And play very cabal heavy. I do like that as an option. Mm-hmm. I think that Mystique is probably something here. Yeah. And if we're going to do Mystique, that almost makes me want our own Toad over Nebula. But we can't go wrong with more rerolls. We've yeah. got a lot of bodies. So having an assassin seems good. Yeah. So Mystique and, stands out to me. And because we put Plonker down in the middle of the board, because it's next to wherever we put. Mr. Sinister means that she is mm-hmm. probably already in the scrub. 
Yeah. Um, a pipe dream that I have that is, this is not the list for, and I don't think quite works just because of how long it will take. But one day I want to be able to bring out a Gamora off of Mr. Sinister. <laughs> That's That seems exciting. Yeah. I don't think that... Yeah, I guess if we have Nebula, Gamora could be a fun, a fun ad there. But I don't think... I think with the way we're designing our list right now, we don't necessarily want any four costers. I think we want to stick around two and three costers with the exception of Mr. Sinister. And we're playing very rapid, very focused. That makes sense? Yep. I can get behind that. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Maybe Miles? Miles is always a good pull. Um, I will, of course, shout out my favorite model in the game right now. Agent Widow, just because Out of Scenario VP is always good. Yes, I love Out of Scenario VP. And you know what? I've actually... Man, do I have to admit this? I do, because we already talked about it now. Agent Widow is one of three models that I haven't even built. Ah, <gasps> uh, So I guess that means she should probably be this Out of, out of Affiliation 3 so that I have some motivation to, to put okay. her together and put her on the table. What are the other models that you haven't played yet? The other... Uh, I haven't built Hella. Okay. Um, and I haven't built Viper. Those are the, the only three... Yeah. I think Viper is going to be a very good Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's going to be yeah, very good at... A very good in Avengers, and I think she's going to be very good in Mystique Brotherhood. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. She has a good dovetail with Cabal here, but I mean, I don't need to lean that hard into Dark Rain. Yeah. But that gives us quite a wide possibility and quite a lot of characters to bring in off of cloning banks. Definitely. Yeah, we've got a good spread of twos, we've got some solid threes. We got our one showpiece four that we're supporting with our yep. with our Wong. Um, right now, let's talk about missions because I think this is going to be one of the more interesting parts of this specific um, build. Okay. Um, because I think we we're doing a wide list. I think we want wide objectives. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um. So and we've got Wong for some healing. Yeah. On top of that, and we've got crossbones for some damage reduction. I think we almost have to run cubes. Very fair. Um, the one that was jumping out to me, uh, the ones that were jumping out to me are extremists and cosmic invasion. Oh, yes, because that's a great. Those are those are great for sin. Mm-hmm. Especially cosmic. Yeah. Um. Do we want to talk about one of the new scenarios? I think we do. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so what? Are, uh, I don't know if any of them are, are really up our alley. I like maybe the cure for how wide we are. Like yeah. we're not, if we manage to get the cure on, <laughs> if we manage to get all the cures on a character, we are not giving up much. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, Though I have been super inclined to play uh, 
uh, mission objective on Legacy Kia. Yeah, I, I think you have to. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, if, if we're going to try to push for Legacy Cure, I think that Toad again starts to get the look yeah. over really Nebula. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we want to do Legacy Kia, that is absolutely something I'm willing to throw in. And that's a 19. So we're going seven wide. That's uh, Sin, Crossbones, Mr. Sinister, and Bob is 12. Wong is 14. And then we put a three-coster, say, Iron Fist, and then Toad. And that's seven wide at uh, 19. That seems good. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm always, I mean, after writing, <laughs> working with these other Black Order guys and, and writing this bit that we did, uh, the center line is something that really scares me in the game right now. Yeah. Uh, against anyone who has uh, like a mothership, brothership, or bow effects. You can really get people into uncomfortable positions at a surprising range. <laughs> yeah, but this is, with going this wide, I think the center line is less and less scary because... Sure, especially if we're doing mission objective. Yeah, um, because of how much actual damage your opponent is doing by getting a singular character out of place is very different than on a center list. And they're actually likely to lose damage because they're overkilling us too much. Yeah. No. Okay. You sold me. Cool. Um, let's, let's do the cure. And then I have to ask, because we are talking about Wong, do we want to make Wong a competent fighter by giving him a hammer? Everybody loves playing on hammers. Let's do it. Cool. I don't. Th- I think that with, with Sin in the list... Uh, her having a hammer is is great. Yep. Sinister's got that beam. <laughs> and importantly, never find someone. <laughs> and importantly, we never have uh, all three of our objective uh, extracts are asset objectives, so they all will fall off because of sensibility. So that leaves us with one secure we still need. Yes. I like infinity with Sin's leadership. Very but... fair. I very much like Infinity. It gives us, um, because of the way that it interacts with Sin, you push them off the point before the power generation gets spewed out. So even if you lost the point, you can push them away and get you it's get the so power great. gen and they don't. Yep. I, I can get behind this. Mm-hmm. Plus, we're playing Infinity and Hammers then. And everybody loves playing on Infinity and Hammers. More dice for damage, more power for cool yeah. stuff. But now we get into tactics cards, which I think is going to be an interesting spot for us. Yeah, so Wong doesn't have anything special for this. If we'd done some sort of crazy, strange list defenders, we could have run portals and tried to build around some crazy turn two portals play. But I'm glad we didn't go that direction. Yeah. Um, And that's already kind of a known quantity thing. Sure. Um, But we do have some things we talked about already. Most importantly, cloning banks. I think we get in here immediately. Yep. Uh, I think we get Dark and... Rain in here immediately. Okay. Because that's another thing we talked about. Um, do we want Deception? Let's let's put that one aside for now. Okay. Because um, it's mean. And like I said, I'm trying to find... Like, I want to take this to my, my next game night 
that I actually get to play in, in real life since I got a pretty, we're, we're a small group, but we're all vaccinated and uh, yes. everybody's happy to come and, and play And the store has a, you know, nice ample open area for us to come to. So I want to build this. And the two things that I really wanted to do is hopefully make people who see it go like, Oh, what are you doing? And secondly, make sure that the players that I'm playing with are having a really good time yeah. while we, we do some crazy stuff. So uh, something that I definitely want to talk about is to Ash and Cinder. Oh, 100%. I love it. Yeah. I love that card. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so great. Uh-huh. Um, and I think Illicit Tech, because like, if we're going to put Sin and Crossbones on the table every time, I think that range 5 attack is huge for Crossbones. Very fair. Um, so that, that leaves us with four slots left, and we have not touched the unaffiliated list. And there's another unaffiliated card that I think we want to talk about first, though, which is Heroes for okay. Hire. Oh, right, because we're running Iron Fist. I love it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, if I, So I've been saying for a while that Sin needs a bodyguard. So I think that running Heroes for Hire here is solid. Mm-hmm. And I would also consider running Sacrifice and just doubling down on the no, you're not going to get my sin. But let's start with, let's definitely start with Heroes for Hire. Yeah. Um, then uh, we have, uh, do we want to put in no matter the cost? Let's see. No matter the cost can get us an Iron Fist activation way early. Uh-huh. And more importantly, it gets us a turn one Mouth Morales Venom Blast. Okay. Sometimes you need that. Yeah, sometimes you just need that. Um it's well, yeah, it does and not, crossbones too. Yeah. Early early range three from crossbones, and if you need it, you can take a damage to do a beam on Mr. Sinister. Yeah. No, I think no matter the cost is a great one. Uh, yeah, we're in a good spot here. Nebula. Mm-hmm. I, I guess if Nebula is... Did we decide on Nebula? Was it Nebula or Toad? I, I think we talked about moving end. that to Toad. Okay. And then speaking of that move, because we are playing Legacy Kia, we want to be playing Mission Objective. Definitely need that. Which leaves us one slot for a restricted card. Unless we want to swap one of these these tech cards out for... A restricted card. Alright, so let's see. All you've got would be the first one that comes to my mind. Mm-hmm. But Wong can't really use that. Yeah. Is there one of these that maybe Wong can get some use out of? I I don't think he's the biggest Doom Prophecy target. No, I don't think he fits that mold very well. <laughs> um, we don't have the high enough banks of power that we want to be playing... Um, Patch up, or well, we don't have the high enough health pools where the difference between patch up med med pack will be significant. No, I think med pack's the superior play, even with Wong in the list, Mm -hmm. because then you can activate Wong and basically get get almost a patch up out of it with his own healing and the med pack. The question I have though is, do we want to do med pack or brace? Brace is good. It's going to keep Wong from getting something giant thrown at him, but at the same time. I think this is a med pack list because I think that if Sinister, Sinister will actually kind of winds up being the focus point for this one. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we Wong don't is there to support have, Sinister. 
Right. As as so I think Wong's we... job is in this entire game is to support an individual <laughs> model. He got tired of Doctor Strange. He was like, I need a new a new person to support. I'm a new cape to, to follow. Mr. Sinister. <laughs> he chose a new cape to follow. I love it. So maybe we're actually talking about a Wong clone uh, for this list. Yeah. Oh, you know what? There's another one. I think that I would rather run Mr. Sinister's other tactics card. Since again, we're basically building around uh, a sinister supported Wong. Okay. Uh, and uh, just forgo the restricted list. Okay. Like, they're all great cards. Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong, but like, I haven't played with Mr. Sinister's cards yet. Uh -huh. I'm definitely kind of doubling down on this. I'm mm -hmm. going to go into most games with Tash and Cinder, Illicit Tech, Cloning Banks, <laughs> what, Forced Extraction, I think it's called. And uh, that would only leave me room for one anyway, which is probably going to be missing an objective uh, yeah. roughly one third of the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, then Heroes for Hire or No Matter the Cost most of the rest of the time. So yeah. Dark Rain, if I'm feeling like I need to get some extra. So maybe Dark Rain's a weak link here, actually. Maybe. Now that I think about it, because we're basically just trying to run just enough Cabal to get Sin Affiliation, yeah. which is what, at most four? Yeah, we can run up to five. So, um, so if we want to drop Dark Rain for something else, we absolutely can. Let's let's leave it. That's fun, and uh, I like I like rerolls. So yeah, we we'll leave Dark Rain. Yeah, rerolls is something we will never complain about. No. Um. So that All was right. a real speedy deck build. <laughs> Uh, this may be what I do late at night. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's I love I love experimentation and stuff. I have so many janky lists that I just don't have enough time to test, especially since I'm only doing yeah. like one in-person game a week at this point because I am slowly but steadily working on getting the Seattle scene up and running again. Um, but a lot nice. of the shops around here are very cautious and are, and because of state regulation, they're like cool we're not opening up for full game days and stuff but like if you want to come and have a one-on-one -on -one sit down game we're good with that in our like restaurant area or whatnot but so okay. it's it's there's limits going on because of everything that's happening around here but i'm i'm slowly working to connect all the different pieces of the seattle scene because there's a lot of board game stores in seattle that's great I, i've never been to seattle it's one of the I, I've I've made my way around quite a few states and cities, and I've never made it that far. I, I stopped in Oregon mm -hmm. the last time I was going north, up from California. Yeah. Well, if you're ever in the area, let me know, and I will absolutely battle you. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. You will, you I've will got get... a friend who's moving up there. Ooh. Uh, put them in contact with me, so if they're an yeah, MCP player. They are. Fantastic. I think, I mean, as much as we all are at this point. Yeah. So he hasn't done much of the TTS stuff, mm -hmm. but uh, he, he's definitely kept up and uh, we we uh, give him crash courses from time to time to yeah. make sure he's up to speed. Yes, you will get to face the unpainted masses. Because <laughs> the lockdown. I, I have found that while I love putting together models, I'm not the biggest I don't find the same Zen experience that I get putting together models out of painting models. So it's, I can do that. I, I, it's a it's a ebbs and flows thing for me. Yeah, I have to. I can do base coats. Like base coats feel like work, 
and then I get like inspired to finish something. So I'll, I put a lot of base coats on, but I don't have anywhere near as many what I would consider finished models than I have just like flesh tone, pant tone, top tone, hair tone, done. <laughs> yeah, and it's like a lot of the characters, they aren't going with the versions of the characters that I like, so I want to do like modifications, but that's even more work. Um, yeah, mods, real mods are a lot of work. Yeah, uh, I've done more like alternate paint schemes mm -hmm. and like maybe like really light modifications. Like I didn't put on the trench coat wings for Star Lord. I left mm -hmm. him with just the like Eisenhower jacket. Like okay, there you go. Yeah, and I tried to paint my Thanos like M MCU Thanos. One of my locals <laughs> picked it up the other day, and he was like, "Oh, this doesn't look like Josh Brolin." I was like, "Oh, you're right, it doesn't." <laughs> yeah no but it's like um i want to get cyclops in his um freaking uh blah, 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 uh like x helmet setup that looks really cool um, <laughs> i did that that one's pretty easy you gotta watch the nose though mm. so i have the uh the, the red suit with the big big splashy red x for his helmet Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I lopped off uh, <laughs> an unfortunate amount of his nose. Like, he still has a nose, but uh, I definitely had a little razor blade slippage. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then uh, I want to do, um, uh, I just had a uh, storm with the mohawk, because of course I want mohawk storm. It's so are you punk rock mohawk storm, or are you glamour mohawk storm? Uh, I am leader of the Morlocks. Have you seen my logo? Nice. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Yep, yep. Right? <laughs> Read the room. Jeez, sorry. Uh, uh -huh. I, like, I did a Mohawk Storm. Uh -huh. no. <laughs> Not to keep, like... <laughs> I And when, when Shadowcat eventually comes out and ends up being disappointing, I want Pirate Captain Kate. So long as she is an alternate leader for the Guardians, I'm fine with her. Uh, I want her to lead the Moatas. Okay, fair. Um, just Hopefully she's... What if we had a dual a dual leadership from her? That would be super cool. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I cannot wait for Emma Frost to come out. She's a character. I like the X-Men if you can't tell. Yep. I So I grew up on X-Men, and then when the Inhumans got announced, I had never read any Inhumans. And mm -hmm. I had pretty recently gotten a Marvel Unlimited subscription. And I was like, you know what? I've been I've been crapping all over these guys in my, my local chat. Like, uh, maybe I should actually give them a chance and read it. And I kind of fell in love with the Inhumans. Yeah. So I do want them to do a Quake model at some point, because I do want Daisy Johnson. And just to yeah. paint her up like uh, the TV show. Magic. So, I mean, I said Karnak without hesitation, but uh, Magic would be my second choice. Magic Magic is up there. Uh, I want a Rogue model, and that's the only reason I care about yeah. a That's the only reason I care about a Gambit model, is because it's inevitably going to come with a Rogue model. I know. So Captain Marvel is one of the few pieces that I haven't painted. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm really tempted to do her up like Rogue. But I know that Rogue is actually going to come out with Gambit. Like That's got to, like, yeah. I can't see any. He's not going to be a standalone. And who would you put with him? It's got to be Rogue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. And it's there's so many of these characters that I, I want to do, like, weird, interesting stuff with. Like, I talked about the fear itself, Sin. 
Um, I definitely <clears throat> am going to do red face thin no matter what, even if it's just in her normal outfit because it looks okay. so much better. <laughs> she's uh, a fun model to paint. I put the base coats on her last weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, I was she's she has like just enough detail that there's some really fun highlights you can pick out. Like I'm excited to probably my journeyman painter's hand at uh, trying to pick out some fun highlights on her. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I, I kind of want to do um, more of a Lady Deathstroke vibe with my Viper, with the like claw hand. Oh, nice. Okay. Pulling that X2, that would be a good X2 references. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's just stuff like that. Um, that I'm have just... you have you done much with green stuff? Uh, no. I own so this is my first miniatures game. Okay. So it's like I'm learning everything as I am going here. So it's like my first green stuff goal is. So when I built the base set, I for some reason got the impression that there should be one medium base on the good side and one on the bad side. <laughs> Who'd you give it to? Uh, Spider-Man was on the good side. Nice. Oh, and... Long move, medium base, Spider-Man. Yeah. That would have made him worth four points. See, you did it right. <laughs> <laughs> I still think he's enough. worth four points. Ah, 3.78, but okay. <laughs> I Yes, but I think that's close enough in the curve of this yeah, game it that it that he's a four-pointer. Um, and I do think he has uses, um, a la last week. Yep. Um, but then, um, but then, so I've, but then Doc Ock got a small base. Oh, okay. Who got uh, the other medium? Oh, so Ultron. Ultron right? got the other medium. Yeah. Um. As it should be. <laughs> uh-huh. So I have glued a medium base to the bottom of the small base that Doc Ock is standing on. Nice. <laughs> That's a really nice touch. Are you gonna? Uh, you should uh, like embellish it with like just like a little bit of metal. So what I'm going, I have a bunch of green stuff, and I'm going to turn it into him standing on a hill. Okay. Nice. And just kind of like round it out and stuff. Yeah, that'll mm-hmm. work. But yeah, no. So that that's one of my actual like plan plan ones. Um, and I'm going to play. Doc Ock a bunch because I'm a Spider Foes player. Of course, I'm going to play Doc Ock. Um, also, I want all the other symbiotes, please. I know it's not going to happen, but please. <laughs> I'm excited for Carnage. Oh yeah, I think that he's going to be really fun. Car- Carnage is a lot of fun. I got to play him in about a month and a half ago. At this point, me and Will from House Party Protocol okay. did a uh, show match of he played X Force with Drop Off. And I played Thanos Spider Foes with the new models and drop off. Oh jeez. <laughs> nice. And it was I, fun. I Goblin, Green Goblin needs a drop off. Mm-hmm. Like they need to find some way to get a drop off into his hands. Maybe like there needs to be a drop off target for him. And then this like the, the new Green Goblin drop off comes with that where it's like this character can be dropped off by Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. But or something. As of today, we got the panel to play for Craven, who looks fucking hype. 
<laughs> the spider folks is really going to be an interesting faction mm-hmm. i i'm excited to see where this goes do you think he's going to have like a field leader like cyclops or do you think that his his positioning like the the vagueness of the advantage that he gives to his team was uh very intriguing to me yeah i don't know i just love that he can make people lose wall crawler that's going to be super good that, that I, is uh... going to screw over some characters <laughs> Daredevil's gonna get really sad. That that's I'm, a that's a sad Daredevil, sad Quicksilver. I'm thinking a sad Toad. Oh, sad Toad. Yep. Mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man's probably just gonna webline away and mm-hmm. then jump off the building, so he's not gonna care. Yeah. But. Though, if you want to play against Amazing Spider-Man, bring Mark for death. It really annoys him. Yeah. Mark for Death is really good. That was that was big right after the the actual Miles release. Yeah. For for the guys that I play with. But it's right like, now, it was like oh Mark for Death. Full rewolves versus just the two rewolves is so much more that you're denying. Mm-hmm. And you're setting him to a short movement speed. Yeah. Short movement, no stealth. That's that's super nasty. What do you think if Craven had a like repeatable not like so if uh, the spider foes goblin leadership, mm-hmm. where you can force them to reroll, what if he had that same ability as a superpower that characters within a certain range of him could use? I so you'd be kind of stacking it. I would find that interesting. I am, despite it not being brought up here, I I have the seeking suspicion that he might be a leader. Okay. Um, it's less likely now that they haven't explicitly brought it up. Um, but. Mm-hmm. My cold shot for that weird card that's based on the storyline of um, Craven pretending to be Spider-Man <laughs> is that he is going to be a leader and that card allows him to use it for a Web Warriors affiliation if there are no Peter Parkers on the table. Hmm. Interesting. Just because, like, thematically that would work. So, like, not a leadership on his card, but a leadership that he could... Well, no, no, no. He has like, a leadership bring to on the his... game or game. No, it's, he has a leadership for Spider-Foes. And then okay. he can play this card to use that leadership as the leadership for a Web Warriors affiliation if there is not a Peter Parker on your team. Because he's pretending to be Spider-Man. I do think that... I'm curious how they're going to bring Craven pretending to be Spider-Man to the table. Yeah. That is definitely mm-hmm. one direction I think that wouldn't be too hard to pull off. Yeah. I hope it's like bring a Spider-Man out of your collection and put it on the table. That that would be interesting. Like you, you have to use the Spider-Man model, but it still uses Craven's card, so he's still basically just Craven in a spider suit. Maybe, but yeah, there's there's a lot of inf- the Spider-Foe stuff is utterly fascinating to me. And we recently saw a character we did not talk about today, Black Cat. Oh yeah, I think that she that that auto stagger is range three auto stagger is going to be absolutely brutal out of a force mm-hmm. and she's gonna like i feel like against spider foes at pretty much every level of play if you're not playing the objective harder than they are you are half a turn behind them yeah and, against spider foes uh no against against web warriors so uh, yeah you said spider foes so web i was warriors. confused uh yeah freudian slip mm-hmm. as we were just talking about so I, I think that that auto stagger gives them even like that makes you that I feel like that makes you a whole 
turn behind them in mm-hmm. a lot of situations where they're just going to be able to advance R and D, uh, probably from something like a, a Valkyrie or an Iron Fist, somebody who has two power, and you get one onto your Black Cat, and you get another one onto your Miles, and then you can go and do some some shenanigans. Mm-hmm. where you're just staggering whatever their beater piece is and then stealing the objective from somebody else. Yeah, and she more specifically is a long mover with the um, enchant with steel. Yeah. Which is super exciting. She's going to be really good. Is, is she for sure fi- Spider-Foes? Uh, no, she is. she's not for sure Spider-Foes. Uh, she's for sure Criminal Syndicate. I wanted her to be a two so bad. I had a whole Black Order Criminal Syndicate roster that was built around a two-threat Black Cat. <laughs> well, have you dug into Bob in uh, Black Order? I have, both as uh, like a Cabal splash, uh, bringing a nine-point Thanos into a Sin-led Cabal, and also as Double Date, and also as um, just doing uh, Sin... Uh, Crossbones, Bob, eight-point Cabal Corps. I think that he having a two-point threat in affiliation well, for Cabal no. is going to be huge. No, no, Bob in in uh, Black Order. Yeah, so I mean, yes, price of failure. Yeah, the price he, of failure, Jack. Yeah, <laughs> that just, you just seems... bring him in, shoot the missile off, and then when you need it, you have three free power on all of your guys. Yeah, which is terrifying. <laughs> so great. He'll he uh when he's released, he replaces uh I, I bounce around between Okoye and Toad, depending on what I'm running for extracts yeah. in Black Order, and he replaces both of them once once he's legal. And because you are a, a big Thanos player, did you ever try the Spider Force Thanos list? You know what? I haven't. So I played against you, I think in Beta Splendens after season Three? Four? After I don't season, remember which one it was. After season three. After season three, yeah. And I, I, we had such a great game. I played a point down in that game, if I remember right. Just mm-hmm. because I was like, I knew that you were going to go three wide from looking at that roster. Yeah. And I knew that having priority was going to be huge in that game. And it was more important than anything else to me. And so I played a point down. And I think my dice were good. And... That list was very surprising and very difficult to think around. And at the time, I was not ready to embrace that much of another challenge. So season three <laughs> was my first league. Yeah. <laughs> it was the first time I played, I'd been playing for not very long. I, I had played three games before I started the the third season so yeah uh, if anybody's listening and they're new players like it's a great community oh yeah make sure you tell people you're new and so long as you tell them that you're new you will have a great time in all of your games uh-huh. and uh, you might lose them all but you will have such a fun time learning uh how to make better mistakes <laughs> yeah um uh mark from the roster doctor has has mentioned to me that he always loves playing against my lists because it's it's a series of questions that no other list asks consistently <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah and i so no i haven't i've played a fair amount of green goblin in syndicate under mm-hmm. fisk leadership yeah uh i i think that his seven health on his healthy side is 
is fun. Uh, so I, and really, I use him as like a, a four-point objective holder where he yeah. basically holds down a secure with all of his healthy health and then moves out and does like a hit and run to get back on the point or get on another one. Yeah. And uh, I, I like using him like that. He's done a lot of work for me. He's way more fun once he's injured. So I always hope that people go right for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I have in that list, in the Spider-Foes list, you can use Green Goblin as a hub carrier and get a turn to hub. Wow. Is that with the space gem? Yeah, space gem and, and then... cosmic portals and because he's a medium base. And suddenly you have a size three character that has a cosmic portal <laughs> space gem to back him up to get him back on the hub point. That's that's interesting. I think that herbs is really unexplored right oh, now. Yeah. There's there's a couple of like the Quicksilver, Enchantress, and now Black Cat being able to steal the herb. Yeah. Is gonna be a really interesting kind of counter to anyone who's trying to, to play herbs and actually score it. And then like the, the Holy Trinity of Medusa, Lockjaw and Toad is also really can do really mind warping things for, mm-hmm. for getting Toad on and, the altar. And I think at this point, Space Gem Thanos might be able to pull off some turn one hook plays. I have not been able to embrace the Space Gem on Thanos. Well, so it's, I love. I'm I'm addicted to the drug of time. <laughs> so I've I've been thinking about this because, uh, as I mentioned earlier in the show, we have the stats for season five now, um, yeah. and I'm considering doing just a month of just the bottom fifteen, um, to give them a bunch of representation. And I've covered about half of them already, but in that bottom fifteen is the space gem. You should definitely do a Space Gem episode. Yeah. So I really want to do a Space Gem episode. So I've been thinking about ways that you can utilize the Space Gem in ways that other things don't effectively use. Is it just, it's what, Thanos and Ebony Maw? Yeah. Are those the only Space Gem carriers? I think so at this point. I I want there to be more gem carriers. Yeah, I feel like they, they, I don't like to talk poorly about the developers of this game because they've done an amazing job. Mm Mm-hmm. When I found out that the Illuminati have gems, I was moderately disappointed that Black Bolt was not a gem carrier. Yeah. But it's fine. Mm-hmm. I'll survive. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll get an Illuminati Black Bolt down the road. And, and and Black Bolt already has jank that he can do ton one. He does. He's amazing. But man, um, he sure would be even better with the reality <laughs> gem. <laughs> have you ever, no matter the cost, turned one to Master Punch, whoever picked up the middle objective into your firing line? Oh, it feels so good. It feels so good, yes. I've done that to an Angela who picked up a Quicor. <laughs> uh, that's exciting. Um, Black Bolt is... He, he's such an interesting character. I feel like his, his tankiness on his injured side and his you know moderate dice modification he does not hold a candle to modok or scarlet witch and like actually being able to dish out damage mm-hmm. he's just he's just too dicey compared to them but he he always gets work done yeah it's so fun he mm-hmm. always gets work done he's like captain america uh, on on steroids where you're not worried about keeping bodyguard range on on anyone yeah um and it's i've been playing a in humans list running red skull instead of lockjaw oh bold okay i when when lockjaw got announced i was like oh he seems like like red skull and lockjaw have like they're they're not that dissimilar yeah 
but I've been in on a big Red Skull kick. That's one of the things we've actually talked about in Spider Foes is putting Red Skull in there, and okay. Red Skull Venom being a buddy pair on a C split. Okay. Um. So that you can hail Hydra the attacks into Venom, all the non-energy <laughs> attacks into Venom. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you, then you can teleport Venom wherever he needs to be to get a double attack off for his turn. Oh, that seems good, yeah. And then you can use the Spider-Foes affiliation to make sure you get at least one damage through on his spender so you get the throw off of it. That's nice, nice. So, so it's like we've been doing some spicy tech recently that we've been working <laughs> that's, on. That's good. That's super spicy. Um, My second half of season four roster was uh, nine point reality time Thanos in Red Skull Cabal. So it was just cosmic invigorating my my time Thanos for <laughs> game changing turns of losing priority. Yeah. Um, I've been on a Loki kick also recently. I think Loki is really underrated right now. I agree. I I love Loki, and playing with Loki has been like a, a personal mission of mine because I put him on the table really early on mm-hmm. in my my time playing MCP, and I just watched him melt. And it, he's he's not the finesse piece that people talk about, but you definitely get a lot more return on investment the more time you put into playing Loki. Yeah, no, so it's a couple weeks ago we had uh, Cyclops as our character to talk about. Mm-hmm. Talking about out-of-affiliation Cyclops, and we put him in Avengers alongside Loki with the Mind Gem. That's so great. So you can field leader Loki into a better position, and then Loki, if he gets in trouble, can Trickster out super easily. <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah, because you're putting him... You, you're. If you're considering all those factors beforehand, you can put him in really good positions yeah. as field leader. Uh-huh. And, or you just wait after he trickstered, and then at your last activation, field leader him back onto the point that he trickstered off uh-huh. of. Wow, that's really good. Yeah. Um, and then just with all the reduction of Avengers alongside um, a bunch of their new pieces like Beast, just mm-hmm. it's apparently it's been doing work for Justy, so I am super excited about that list, and hopefully that may bring some prominence back to the Avengers. Yeah, they're great. Mm-hmm. I the the cap the cap packs. So when I built the unaffiliated roster going into the cut last season, um, it was in the height of the hired muscle meta, yeah. and like you know six of. Or you know, twelve of sixteen people wound up bringing hired muscle into the cut, or something ridiculous like that. And yeah. So, like, I knew that it was hired muscle, and I, I just felt like you know maybe leaderships didn't matter. So, like, that card was so busted and created a, a, a meta phenomenon that was just such a question that you had to have an answer for. And like, obviously, I made an early exit, so it wasn't the only <laughs> question to be asked, and yeah. uh, it was answerable. But mm-hmm. throwing that out there. Uh, when I built that roster, all I could think about was like, you know, maybe these leaderships don't really matter. If all I'm trying to do is pull off some big play and make some big thing happen, like the value that you get from Captain America is almost a non-factor because that's the, the longer the game goes, the more pieces you're putting on the table, the more value you're getting out of Captain America. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Skull Cabal is not, you know, dissimilar to that. Yeah, and I'm um, very excited for Bob to come out so I can play uh, Red Skull Wide Cabal. 
and just <laughs> Bob opens up so much for Kabbalah. yeah. It's it's Red Skull, Bob, Mystique, uh, Zemo, yep. and uh, second that's four six plus six is twelve, uh, plus Groot, uh, not Groot, uh, Rocket and Nebula at sixteen, nice. for six wide at sixteen, and just go ham with your dice. But yeah. Um, but there's a lot of characters on the bottom of the table list that I want to talk about or even talk about again. Because, like, I've talked about Ultron before, but he's the first character to not be taken in any list for a league. And Ultron. <laughs> yeah. And I think he has a place in Sinkaball as just a big tanky dungus on a point, especially in a high mystic meta. Okay. Well, hmm. We talked about maybe bringing a force. I'm not, I don't have the whole roster that we made recorded. I've got Sin, Sinister, Wong, Crossbone, Bob, Iron Fist, Toad, Miles, and Mystique. Mm-hmm. And then Agent Widow. Agent Widow. Okay, so I think that uh, what if we give Ultron <laughs> some play here? Ooh, who do we take out? <laughs> so I think that we've got to lose a tactics card and, and a character here. Mm-hmm. Because I think that the Ultron is definitely worth Age of Ultron. Yeah. Until people start reacting to the Ultron meta by bringing Sucker, I think you just you just drink that, mm-hmm. and you basically spend and... a tactic slot to, to keep an Ultron on the table for the whole game and possibly just be ignored. Yeah, and it's also it's because it's like it he does really good against Scarlet Witch because he gets his double yep. defensive and he's high defense. He he has a very tanky body. Um, and the ability to resurrect on him in an affiliation that likes pieces on the board is not terrible at all. All right. So I think Mystique is the one that gets the axe here. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're not bringing deception. Yeah. Somewhat purposefully. Mm-hmm. And that's like she's she's a solid three. But yeah. access to deception is why you bring Mystique more often, more often than not. So do we train out Dark Rank? That was the one we were kind of sketchy on. Yep, I think Dark Rain, even though Ultron's Cabal, we're going to drop that for Age of Ultron. I am <laughs> utterly shocked that I managed to randomly convince you for that, but I am excited. <laughs> no, this is super fun. I I am excited to put this list on the table, and yeah. uh, it it definitely is going to come at people sideways Yeah, <laughs> compared to what uh, they've been facing from me, which... <laughs> Has I needed to establish myself as the Black Order guy? Of course, <laughs> among my locals. So I had to bring that to you know, kind of get out of the uh, quarantine fuzz and be like, nope, I'm the Black Order guy. Mm-hmm. You guys can pick whatever other factions you want, but if you pick Black Order, <laughs> you're going to compete. <laughs> yeah. And uh, now I I need to bring some some fun and some jank, and I think that this this looks great. I'm going to have to replace Bob with Nebula for a couple weeks still. But uh, I think that it'll be worth it. And that'll change up your affiliation math a little bit, too. A little bit, yeah. But, uh, I mean, with only at the broader broader levels. And I think by adding Ultron, we're going not quite as wide in Mm -hmm. a lot of spots. And maybe when I actually build this, Agent Widow becomes, you know, like Zemo or Mystique. Or Viper. I can keep my... Or Viper, yeah. Somebody I have to build, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, get you working on that. 
Um, and the other person that you have to build is, is an episode I definitely want to do because there's there's this grouping in the bottom of just characters I want to talk about, which is Bullseye, Captain Marvel, Gamora, and Hela. That are just all characters I want to do episodes on. Those are all worthy of an episode. Yeah. My wife has done some work with Gamora. Like yeah. She, when she plays Gamora, she only rolls hot fire. <laughs> so she has never experienced the squishy Gamora that... <laughs> so I want to I want to put, put Gamora in X Men to give her cover when she's approaching. That's good, and she can she can storm hop and grab center objectives too. Yeah, so she's got she's definitely got some some play in X Men. But like I have I have some plans for a lot of this stuff that I'm super excited about and just need to get guests on to commit to. But yeah, so for the people at home, uh, our list. As it stands right now, um, is Wong, Sin, Mr. Sinister, Crossbones, Bob, Agent of Hydra, Iron Fist, Toad, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Ultron, and Black Widow, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Then for our tactics cards, we have Cloning Banks, The Age of Ultron, uh, To Ash and Cinder, Illicit Tech, Heroes for Hire, No Matter the Cost, Mission Objective, and Forced Extraction. Um, and then crises, we have struggle for the cube continues. De- deadly legacy virus cured. Fear grips world as worthy terrorized cities. Cosmic invasion, black water descends on Earth. Riot spark over extremist 3.0, and infinity formula goes missing. You will have to tell me how this does, because I'm very fascinated to hear how this list does. <laughs> I will definitely keep you updated. So uh, I, outside of Bob, I'll be able to play this on my my thursday game night this week so i will give you i will update you as to my progress that may actually that will actually be before this episode comes out (laughs) so so i may even be able to add a postscript addendum of of reporting back (laughs) nice nice i'll give you uh some uh undetailed battle reports (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but yeah, and then if people want to reach out to you and talk to you? Uh, they can hit me up on the Discord. I am Fingerguns9726. Fantastic. Um, give and, those digits. Yeah, and what local scene are you supporting? Because you did talk about wanting you were working on <laughs> supporting your local scene. So this is where things get interesting for me. So I live on the East Coast of the United States, and I work on the West Coast. So my old playgroup, who I'm actually far more connected to, is all in Southern California. Mm-hmm. And the group that I am starting to try and push in the direction of crisis protocol as much as I can. Uh, got a, The game store that I've been to has a, a lot of Legion players. Mm-hmm. And uh, Legion's a great game, but it has a lot of commonality with crisis protocol. Yeah. So I, I'm trying to capture their interest. And uh, so far, we're getting about four or five strong. So that's, that's nice. Um, that's in South Carolina. So I'm in Greenville, South Carolina. And I'm in Orange County, Southern California. I have to travel for work from time to time, though the pandemic kind of put the kibosh on that for now. Yeah. So, and if I am ever in the area, uh, in either one of those areas, I yeah, will let you know. Yeah, please do, because I can. I'll either be there, or I can connect you with games in Southern California, or yep. uh, I'll be here and um, would love to get you uh, around my locals. Well, thank you very much for coming on. And if people want to reach out to me, uh, first off, as I mentioned at the top of the show. Come visit Patreon dot uh, uh, Patreon dot com slash Lexa White L E X A W H I T E. 
um, to come and support the show financially. Um, and then if you want to reach out to me, I am Gypt on uh, Discord or Lexa White on all the MCP Discords and Gypt on all the non-MCP Discords. Uh, if you want to see me talk about TV, come visit ggyp.tumblr.com. That's ggypt.tumblr.com. And if you want to see me play something completely different Saturday and Sunday mornings at twitch.tv slash codeappgames, I am hanging out with CodeApp doing game design stuff and talking about custom Arkham Horror the card game. Again, thank you very much for coming on. This was a whole lot of fun. I had a blast. Thanks for having me. This <laughs> was super fun. I would love to come back and... Uh talk about somebody else some other time yeah um we have not had a repeat guest yet but it's going to happen someday i know it all right well if you ever need somebody to talk about ebony maw because there's some new spicy tech i know you and mark did that but uh yes if the time ever comes down the road where you need a repeat guest and a repeat character i would love to dig into that again yeah ebony maw we talked about him in a force which was a very <laughs> is a very interesting list Heck yeah. Uh, does not do well against power effects, I have found. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of beef. It's a lot of beef for Bao. Yeah. Um, so keep experimenting, people.